is where the fun begins. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Sift Talk. Today we have back on the show Patrick from the newly branded Poptography YouTube channel. How you doing, Patrick? Very good, Tony. Thank you for having me on. Of course. So tell us a little bit about your channel and where we can find you at. So um, it's it's kind of all new to me now. I feel like it's all brand new. <laughs> um, yep. So I've recently done a rebranding um, and you might have only seen it just slowly doing a rollout over the last two days. Um, so I used to go under the name Toy Photographer, Toy Photo GFR. And I think it was kind of confusing. And quite honestly, as I've spent this journey kind of shooting my thing, I didn't really venture out to because my collection is literally Star Wars Funko Pops. So I decided um, to just change it to Poptography because that's all I really photographed are Star Wars Funko Pops. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so um, basically, you can find me on all the different social media. So I have a YouTube channel um, where I go and I do um, creative images of Star Wars Funko Pops for my collection. I do my version of unboxing called What's in the Box. Um, you were just recently on one of my new segments, uh, Movies yes. That Inspire the Pop, where we basically break down a movie scene and look at the pop and did they nail it or not, right? Did, did it capture yep. that scene, that essence? Um, in most cases, I think they do. And then we uh, uh, do On the Hunt, which is my version of, um, you know, going hunting for some toys, toy collecting. Yeah. Um, so I really haven't really done too many of those because I haven't really gone out. Lately, it's been a lot of like hit the pre-order button, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, that's so again, you can find me on Instagram, um, TikTok, Facebook, you, um, YouTube, Twitter, and Vero. Um, I go under the, so the new name <clears throat> is Poptography, but what I did is because I couldn't just get Poptography on Instagram and all that, um, to be consistent. So I did uh, Poptography YT for YouTube. YouTube. Um, nice. so that's, that's on all the social medias. And then, you know, if you just go to YouTube, just look up Poptography. And uh, yeah, it's been a, as you know, uh, we've been talking about this, it seems like two and a half, three months. So I think in trying to plan these things, it's not just like a, you know, a, a willy nilly kind of, oh, I'm going to change. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of planning involved and, you know, artwork getting done and animations getting done and back and forth critiquing. Like, that's not quite, let's adjust that. Um, and it was interesting. For me, I think um, I had a hard time letting go of the original logo because yeah. I spent so many, so many months trying to figure something out when I was first launching my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, so it was kind of a, holding on to something. And uh, my friend Christopher and your friend Christopher from Serious Star Wars really and, and Lex, Jedi Lex said, you know what? If you're going to go rebrand, let go. Just let this yep. artist go yep. and do his thing. And I'm blown away at one up graphics and the work that they turned around. Like I would have never imagined he could take a photo of me, make it into a graphic, animate it. And it'd be so cool. I was like, wow, yeah. that, was, that was cool. So yeah, that's uh that's what's new. I mean, uh, besides getting a lot of new Funko pops from the new uh, Ahsoka waves that have been coming. Um, Cause I know I've got some unboxings to do this weekend. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for more of those videos for what's in the box. But yeah, just uh, very excited, Tony. Very, very excited for the whole new rebrand. Um, it almost feels like I'm starting a new a new channel. I'm not, but it yeah. feels like I put so much labor towards it and trying to get the 
you know, the pieces right so that, you know, I'm starting to create my new templates for, you know, my reels and, you know, the intro for the video to be here and there. And I'm still waiting yeah. for like outro pieces and stuff. So that's why I call it a slow rollout. But mm -hmm. um, it, it's exciting. It's it's happening so quickly. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So for you guys watching and listening, I'm going to put the link for Patrick's channel down in the description. Definitely go check him out. The, the the photography is beautiful. It blows me away every time. So you guys have to go check out his work for sure. So um, now that you're back on the show for the second time, there's a new set of questions. You ready? Oh, okay. All right. So the first one is, who got you into Star Wars? Oh, that's a good one. Who got me into Star Wars? I would say my parents. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And I don't even think they knew what was involved or what they're getting me into. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm old school, right? So I went out in 77 and uh, went to the Tri-State Mall near uh -huh. near uh, the Philadelphia area. And because um, you're near New Jersey, Delaware and Pennsylvania, that little area. Mm -hmm. I remember going to Tri-State Mall and standing in a line for a movie. And at this time as a kid, I've never stood in line for a movie. You'd go up. Yeah. With a ticket when you get a ticket. I mean, the line was wrapping around the theater. So I'm kind of like, what are we standing for? And I just remember looking at I was so little. I was looking up, going, what are we standing in this line? Yeah, for? yeah. And I got in, got to see, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far yeah. away, the claw. Mm. I was like, I don't know what this is. This is pretty cool. All right. And yeah. it, I remembered it harkened back with that crawl to the black and white Buck Rogers that my uncle and I used to watch. Like my uncle uh -huh. got me into the old, old school sci-fi Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I kind of saw that. It made me think of like that, that Flash Gordon Buck Rogers kind of thing going up. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then the opening scene, the opening scene, the new hope hook line and sinker changed yeah. my life. Like to see the small ship and then this big ship going, I've yeah. never seen anything like that in film. So creatively that got me hooked and then i think it was just seeing that first scene like these guys fight i had no idea i'm jumping in the middle of some battle just taking off but then when yeah. darth vader emerged forget it forget it that was it that was it for me i was you know fished in get the net get the net yeah like, it had me man but i i would say my parents i think were the ones that got me into it and then humored me because that halloween I, mm -hmm. I, I was in kindergarten. I remember going in the parade and we didn't have costumes like kids get now. It was a cheap yeah. on post. Like it was like this plastic thing. I had a picture of Darth Vader and the mask. Yeah. But, oh, I took it seriously. I had to have a cape. I had winter yeah. gloves on. Ooh. I had, I had my, my father fashioned me a, uh, a lightsaber out of a flashlight. Oh, nice. And so that was the, everyone's like, where'd you get that? It's like, my dad made this for me. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I was so into it um, at such a young age. And it was really a big, big part of my upbringing. Like, I think for me, I used to have a, a speech impediment when I was in kindergarten. And mm -hmm. I couldn't say else. I was a kind of almost like a R, like root. Yeah. And I was having a hard time. So I went through speech therapy and until I could say Luke Skywalker and the land speeder, I wasn't able to get Luke's land speeder from the. Oh, wow. So yeah. I, I, if there's no motivation in that for, a, you know, kid in kindergarten to get rid of that speech impediment, I worked my tail off to get rid of it. 
and eventually got the land speeder. So, I mean, it was hook, line and sinker for me. It was the, the yeah. movie that inspired me. I don't think my parents knew it was going to have such an impact in my life, um, but uh-huh. it did. It really did. So did you see, uh, do you remember seeing Empire and Return of the Jedi in theaters too? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that I, is I, so I, I, awesome. So from going from A New Hope, right? That was just such a cool movie. It was awesome. Yeah. And then Empire Strikes Back. I was like, oh, there's a there's a second one. Like there's a sequel. Yeah. So yeah. That kind of because back then we didn't have like sequels and trilogies. Like that didn't really exist then. Yeah. So I was very excited, but I think what was more exciting was I would say even more than the reveal of, you know, I am your father. Uh-huh. Was as a as a young kid, when they're just in Dagobah and all the things going on in there. It was kind of the realization that they're like, especially when he does that, um, that vision where he goes and he fights Vader and it's his yeah. own face in the mask. Yeah. I think when those scenes were going on and Yoda was speaking, that as was the first time I realized there's something bigger going on in this story. This isn't just a yeah. movie. There's like, yeah. some, there's something really deeper. And that was the first introduction to more of a serious thought of, you know, storylines and energy, uh-huh. you know, being entertained in that kind of realm, because I was like, wow, this is much bigger than just a simple movie, you know? And yeah, I, it's, it just changed my life. I mean, I think I went from collecting, you know, three and a quarter figures as a kid and just love it, having almost all of them to say uh-huh. one day, you know, dream, you know, dream job one day I want to shoot and, you know, having to get to work at Hasbro and photograph yeah. them. It was like I, I made it. You know, I, I think when I got there, they, they kind of knew I was beaming from ear to ear with a grin. I, I just felt like I was that five year old kid again. Yeah. I got to live his dream. Like here I am photographing the toys that just inspired my play, mm-hmm. my creativity, and is my favorite thing, you know, movies, Star Wars. So yeah. I, it, was, it was just cool. It was just cool. And what about Return of the Jedi? What was it like seeing that as a kid in, in theater? I really like that because now I needed to see the end, right? Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, what's the, how's this story going to end? Um, so for me, I really liked it. But just like some people had things to complain about in the, in the movies, for mm-hmm. me, when I got Return of the Jedi, I was a little disappointed with the Ewoks. Again, I got really, a little yeah. older. Yeah. Um, and by the time the Ewoks are coming, I'm like, I want a planet of Wookiees. Like, yeah. I, I, I yeah. couldn't even justify as a kid, like, how do these teddy bears take over the empire? I, to me, I didn't buy, I, but Wookiees would have torn arms and limbs off. Like, yeah, that would have been yeah. Um, as an, as I got older and understood where George Lucas was in filming, yeah, um, I realized, well, you know, he, he wants to make it for kids. I get that. I get there's that element for the children um, yeah. to draw them in. And it was cool. Um, so I think by the end of that movie, though, again, like I said earlier about how you realize there's something bigger. That whole lightsaber scene to me with Luke versus Vader in front of the Emperor, that was, it was, it, that's where I felt a space opera had come in. Like, yeah, it was so big. The fact that he was threatening his sister, and there's something more to fight for than just yourself. Yeah. Not just the galaxy, not just your, you know, it was a big, there's something on the line bigger than the, the, these two guys fighting. And, I, I was just blown away by it. And I think that was beautiful. Uh, Luke redeeming his father, like sitting there yeah. with them. Um, the spirits coming out at the end. That was awesome. And so 
to see how the sequels resurrected Palpatine kind of killed that a little bit for me, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, I think seeing Luke become an old curmudgeon, that isn't where I left off for 30 some 40 years thinking like yep. my the hero that I saw Luke become where he was a whiny little brat in the beginning, like eh, I'm going to visit my friends at Tashi station. Yeah. Go from that to where we got Luke and all black and he's a master, you know? Um, I was like, I really was disappointed when I saw like the last Jedi, how he was portrayed. Yeah. Um, I felt that rise of Skywalker was just kind of mishmash trying to fix things that were done in the previous and trying to tie it together. And I, I don't think it was well thought out. You know, again, I look at the sequels and I just say, I like certain scenes. I can't say I love them all force awakens. I didn't mind, but the other, yeah. eh. but I, I'm exactly. really glad that Filoni and Favreau for, in, in my case, gave me the Luke that I dreamt about, that I had envisioned, that I had read expanded stories on, whether they be yep. comic books, books, playing as a kid with your figures. You know, Luke did a lot more in that black outfit once he was a Jedi master, right? So yeah. I, when I saw Mando season two, I, I I probably was like Star Wars Theory, you and others. Like wet. my wife was like, Are you crying? Yeah. I said, Yo, I'm not crying. I'm getting weepy though, probably. She's like, well, said, <laughs> Because my hero, you know, my yeah. hero as a youth has come back in his glorious form. Like that's yeah, that's how he should have been portrayed in, in the sequels, you know. 100%. Maybe older and wiser, but yeah. that's what I expected. That's that's how yeah. I played. All those years with those action figures, that's the those are the stories I played out. Luke becoming a true badass, not yeah, not an old curmudgeon. You know, it just didn't fit. And I agree with what Mark Hamill said. Like he really disagreed with how that character is being portrayed, and he's the one that played him. He's the one that had to portray that that character. So exactly, I, I agreed with him the moment I I heard there were some rumblings about that. I didn't know what, but then when I saw, yeah. I was like, uh, uh. and there is a close friend that my wife and I had, um, who passed, he was like my star Wars movie buddy. Um, and mm, he, yeah. he, he was a make, a, he did make a wish back in the day when the prequels and got to uh, meet Lucas for a moment, but he did get pulled down to, uh, the studios. So he had to leave and he felt so bad that he let, Nick have whatever he wanted. Like, so he got stuff from, you know, when they do the little mock-ups, the mm -hmm. clay yeah, yeah, yeah. mock-ups, he has a, a Yoda one. Nice. Take right from the property. So Lord George said, whatever the kid wants, let him have it. Um, and he wow. was like only 21. And my only thing that I get upset about, <clears throat> it gets me choked up thinking about now is that he got to see that movie. That was the last star Wars movie he saw before he passed. And he got to see his hero portrayed like that. So, you know, I yeah. think that kind of sucks, you know, when you look at it like yeah. that. From that, per again, from a certain point of view, right? So here's a yeah. kid that, younger than me, uh, grew up, but he was my my Star Wars bud. And we would always go out and see that. Yeah. Um, and I just, when I went to go see the final one, it was kind of strange because he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of glad because the movie was horrid. Uh, I didn't really like it too much. Again, scenes of it I liked, but as a yeah. story, as a thread, it, it didn't it didn't hit home. Like, so I still really love the OGs. I love pieces of the sequel, 
but the prequels I really enjoyed. I and there were bits yep. and pieces I thought I might not like or this and that. Again, I wasn't a big fan of Jar Jar. Understood Jar Jar. Loved all the things. <laughs> yeah. Loved all the things Ahmad Best did. Like, you know, being an yeah. RPG actor, all that that was awesome. I just didn't like the character. It's okay. Yeah. I don't have to like everybody. But I know a lot of people complained it was too clean and this and that. And for me, my, the story in my head was, of course, that was like the Renaissance era. Yeah, Everything yeah. Everything was yeah. beautiful and artistic and you could flourish. When yeah. you see the, then when you get to the original trilogy, which is the next segment, right? Well, of course, everything's lived in because everyone's drab and depressed and suppressed by the Empire. So, yeah. of course, everything's you know, kind of lived in and, and beat up and, and hankered together. So I, you know, it's just, that's just how I perceive it. And that, you know, it's just uh, how I feel. Yeah, exactly. So the next question, this is a good one too. What is your dream star Wars project? So if you could have anything made a movie, a show, a book, a game, what's oh. your number one project? Okay. All right. I got one. <clears throat> I, and I, I, dude, it's to the point that I almost like, if I, if I could work with someone that's a, a writer, I have a great yeah. idea. I would like to see Samuel Jackson <clears throat> reprise mm. his role as Mace Windu. Yep. He's grizzled. He's got one eye because he got hit by Anakin, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Got no arm, but he's grizzled. He is still alive <clears throat> in hiding. And he and the, and the, the it starts out with him kind of revealing that he's alive, yeah. But he's talking to somebody that we as an audience don't know, and we feel he's talking to us, right? Again, so yeah, if you're yeah. watching a screen, this is the perspective. He's talking to somebody, but it's portrayed mm -hmm. as as you and I are the viewer, but there's actually yeah. someone else he's talking to, and he harkens back, goes back to old stories. So the series actually goes back in time. Where you have someone like Michael B. Jordan playing a young Mace Window. Oh, nice. Like, okay. A young Mace Window. How he yeah. was picked, how he was picked to be a Jedi, how he uh, had his training, how he did his thing. Right. And then it goes back cool. at the towards the end, it goes back to tell a little piece of what happened to Mace after we saw him in Revenge of the Sith. You know, so uh -huh. you kind of get the beginning, you go all the way back to his upbringings. And at the yeah. end, it leads you up. Each little piece of the end of the episode would lead you up to where we are now. And yeah. that would be awesome. Tend to lead you somewhere into the Filoniverse somewhere. I don't care where. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe he he finally, you know, goes up against Fett, you know, who's, you oh, know, I heard you've been, you know, he walked that. in and was like, I heard you've been looking for me. Yeah. You know, like, oh. And that's how, dude, I don't know. But I think if I could do a project like that, that if I could do something like that, that would be super cool super cool that would be sick and the finale is him finding boba fett and them facing off oh right and then it, but so it leads cool. into the feloni you can do whatever you want you yeah can do whatever yeah you want but i think those two actors are great actors i mean we had the actor who played finn didn't, didn't he say that he didn't feel they were doing enough um yeah for black actors in it and, and things like that and they kind of really really kind of used them as clickbait so yeah they did if you really want to, do, I mean, and listen, they, they said they announced they're going to do a Lando series. They haven't done anything with that, you know, and I'd love to yeah. see the guy who portrayed um, young Lando and Solo do something. And I really, yeah. was, my idea was thinking if they did Lando, 
-hmm. it should kind of be like Billy D. Williams passing the, was it? um, uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Passing the torch to that. So like he might start off with a voiceover and then into that him. And that's what I would think. And that kind of idea is what spawned me thinking like, what if they could bring Mace Windu back? And they did. Yeah. I know um, Star Wars theory has his little kind of short, um, where he's brought Mace back, and that, yeah, exactly how I imagine him kind of coming yeah. back, like yep. the vengeance, or maybe not necessarily the vengeance, because what's there to fight over, right? They've they've been beaten, yeah. So it's just really at the matter of staying alive, and and maybe passing on what you've learned. And so I thought what would have been cool was that whole time he's talking to someone, the mm. end of when he's when before he goes off to fight, or or you know maybe face Boba Fett finally, or whatever happens. You find out he's been talking to Cal Kestis. Oh, that would be so interesting. So it has other tie-ins to other, other threads. So the whole time, so when he gets up and he goes to walk out of whatever cave, hut, whatever he's living, the camera would finally pan around to where you as the viewer have been watching that point of view the entire season. So yeah. And realize he when he's getting up, the other the character's getting up, and you he's been talking to you like you're Cal Kestis. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Um, no, that's that's a good one for sure. So the last question is, what character do you want either to like come back to life or you just want to see more of? Like, who do you want more of? Oh, my. That's one. That's a thinker. There's yeah. So yeah. many. It could be anybody. It could be alive so or dead. Many. But who um, do you want to see more of? Hmm. Who would I want to see more of? That's tough. That's yeah. So um, I love Vader. <clears throat> uh, I do love Vader, and I think we get enough of him. I guess. Um. All right, because I I love this character in Clone Wars, and everything. I would love to see more of Asajj Ventress. Yes. And I think if yes. we if we could go Asajj, maybe Asajj, because you only got a glimpse, and it's more of a cameo. Of Quinlan Voss from Phantom Menace. Yeah, yep. If you yep. can tell, why don't they convert that book and that and that to a short, a mini series or a film? I think that would be pretty cool to kind of see. And maybe you could tie that into Kenobi with the path, you know, because he saw exactly, Quinlan yeah. signed it. So maybe during that time, Quinlan and Asajj, you know, got to. I think that would be cool. I think that would be a really cool story to see. I would love that so freaking much. Oh, I don't right? think they will ever will do that though, because like they're just like, thinking about money. I don't understand money. why not, because it tie it would tie into Kenobi, right? You'd be able to continue that thread. Yeah, it would tie into the book, or you could you know kind of retrofit that or whatnot, recon, recon that. But I, I think it would be a cool story. Um, and God, what if Ahsoka meets her now and and. It, it can have flashback scenes from when yeah, they Yeah, they had a lot of drama, a lot of fights. A yeah, lot. and then remember that, you know, basically at one point, Asajj was trying to help Ahsoka, uh, yeah. uh, you know, prove that Barris Offrey was, the, yeah, yeah, was yeah. the one that planted the bomb and, you know, the dissident from the Jedi Order. So it, yeah. it could have so many cool pieces to it. So I don't know. And I'd rather see something like that, like a Tales of the Sith and maybe something yeah. like that. I don't know. And like Filoni teased Asajj's name, like her name in live action, like so that yes. like 
like that makes you like live action canon. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to face Mona George. You got Assange Ventress. Yeah. Come on. Like, obviously, I, I, I think he's the new master. If George Lucas is the master, his apprentice, his apprentice is Filoni. Yep. So Filoni, if Filoni's talking about, and you know him, he doesn't throw breadcrumbs out there for n- nonsensical reasons. So I would love to see something like that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, no, for sure. That's a really good one. So one of the first things I want to talk about is how the actor strike is finally finished, man. Like, I was so worried and nervous. I mean, I I want them to get paid, of course. But then, like, for us that loves the content, everything's getting pushed back. They can't film. But now that it's over, like, I think that's a great thing for everyone. But, like, man, are you excited for the stuff that's going to come in in future announcements? Bring it. Bring it. Like, I'm... I already feel I'm in a show hole now that Ahsoka said it, right? Yeah. Come on, give me the Bad Batch, you know, you know, give me the Skeleton Crew. Any, I'll take it all. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like all the Star Wars. Hey, when you go like me, where you're an old timer, and mm-hmm. you, you, you get nothing except three movies for almost all your, a, a huge portion of your life. Yeah. Then you get the prequels, you're like, yeah. Then they're going to do sequels, and you're like, yes, but you're kind of like, oh, you know, all those things in between the Clone Wars series, whether they're animation or not, I forget that I'm especially with the newer animation, it's gotten so much better. But at some point, when the story's so good, you forget you're watching animation. Yeah, like I'm watching a new Netflix animated series, The Blue Eyed Samurai. Uh huh. If you haven't checked that out, it's phenomenal. Yeah, no, I phenomenal. That's crazy. So, with the strike being over, the one thing though, it's like, I I wonder how long is it going to take Star Wars and Lucasfilm to update us? Because it seems like everyone else is getting updates. Because I saw the other day, Amazon tweeted that the Boys season four is coming in twenty twenty four. I saw they tweeted Stranger Things new season is about to start filming. Marvel updated all their movies for next year. And 2025 so we have confirmed dates for for all for like seven marvel movies but like star wars it's like crickets like well what's, because what's they gotta figure out what to do and they announce all these other shows right two yeah four, three years it seems like four years ago i could be wrong no it feels like it the lando the 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 republic commandos one or whatever that was going to be uh, i can't remember that that one mm-hmm. the one it was the one that Gina carano was going to be in oh it's i, I forgot the name because it they've it's uh not rogue squad, not rogue squadron or squad. It's something, whatever well, it is, it, movie, got, it yeah. got shelved. It got shelved. Yeah, that was the movie that the um, the woman who's du- who's directing uh, Wonder Woman was doing. Yeah, oh, Squ- squadrons was the movie, but there was the sh- Rangers of the New Republic That's was the it. show version. Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. So I, I mean, he had so many things that were now, and nothing's happened of them. They become like you know, know. Marek, a fart, a, a night sister fart. So. I don't know anymore what what we're going to get, what to expect. Yeah. But I'd like to see more. I would like to see uh, a young Lando kind of show would be kind of, I think that would be kind of fun. Again, one of the things I always said is I'd like to see Star Wars become expansive again in the sense that when I was a child growing up and I saw like the cantina, Mm -hmm. to see that cantina with all these amazingly different creatures. Yeah, yeah. Totally different. And there's a story behind every one of them. And I don't know what they are, 
but I'd love to know, you know? Yeah. And I, I kind of felt as we kind of got the prequels and then the sequels, I like connective tissue, but I don't like everybody being connected totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like to, and I don't, and where I know some people like yourself, you're not a huge Andor fan. I do like Andor. Mm. Do I felt it was kind of dry and, and yes, um, I do, but I love the perspective of telling what, how, how gritty they had to get to get the rebellion to start, how gritty they had to allow things to get to motivate people to rise up on their own, to have their own revolution. That, that slow burn does have a payoff when you get to the finale and you get to certain, like, you know, the one way out. So I get it. It was a very long burn. And I, I wish they didn't do that as much because you only get so many episodes. And mm-hmm. and was odd is that had more episodes of Kenobi, more episodes in Mando. So everything I, to me, I wanted to see that the the budget and the episodes go more towards other things. Yes, so I could get better or longer or more of. But yeah. I did like it. I I, I think um, the character Luthen has one of those best things when they ask sacrifice. His whole soliloquy on sacrifice. Yeah, one of the best lines in star wars so i'd like to see more stuff like that where we could pick up on those characters either someone that we know mm-hmm. and you go back and you tell some cool tales of them or you pick out some a newer character and we follow them through something new and they don't always have to be jedi and stuff yeah. but I, I i don't know I, I i do enjoy seeing everything more expansive and learning about we i think the one the hard part is you got to move away from the skywalkers but how do you do that successfully yeah you know, well, one, you you don't you don't take the biggest, greatest hero of all the franchise and kill him off unceremoniously when you've killed off one person. The, unfortunately, we lost Carrie Fisher. So now you're stuck with none of the original uh... three. You couldn't do anything. So I, I don't know what that thought was, because I know as I was in charge of marketing, I'd be like, we got to keep that until the end. Right. You got yeah. to use that draw of that character to the very end for marketing purposes. So I don't know how, why they did that, you know, but I, I get it. I do think we need to kind of continue. So let's continue what, who taught the future Jedis and, and the rise of them and how they, you know, came to power or learned their powers or came to be how they assembled and what do they have to fight against now? Like in Ahsoka, we're going to get Thrawn. Oh, yeah. Super awesome. Um, so what what can we do? Like the Yuzhan Vong would be great. The Grist. You know, I'd like yeah. to see. It would be interesting if we get to see the galaxy have to band together to fight another powerful might yeah. coming from elsewhere. <clears throat> that yeah. could be interesting. That would be interesting for sure. I know um, from the projects we're going to get next, though, I know Skeleton Crew is done. Acolyte is done. Tales and Bad Batch, I believe, are done. So there's four projects right there that they could release. I just want them to figure out, okay, let us know. Okay, guys, you're going to get Skeleton Crew in December for the holidays. Once that's done, maybe in the summer you'll get Bad Batch, and then maybe next fall you'll get Acolyte. Like, like let us – give us – Give us some information because yeah, everyone else look forward to, right? Yeah, so that way around we, for we it. No, yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I, I, I think to to your point, it's just we were promised things that we never got. We know that there's things that are out there and we're waiting for. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're what they're trying to do. I, I really don't. And I also think 
a little bit differently <clears throat> because they have Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. That whole connection between Star Wars and the youth, <clears throat> I think like the way they are trying to have Sabine start to have force powers that we never got introduced to in Rebels or anything. I mm. think that comes more into play in the larger picture. Kind of like, um, you know, Spider-Man, you know, anyone could wear the mask. Yeah. You know, I think that kind of message is being thrown in Star Wars where any, and George has always said, anybody could have the the power within them. It's yeah. enough training and practice. Could you utilize it? And what could you do with that power? So yeah. I think they try to do that. Because I know on the Star Cruiser, they had an experience where you're with the Saja in the, um, what is it? Like an atrium, like a, yeah, yeah. And you could like move the rocks. Oh, I didn't get to yeah. do it. I didn't get to do, move rocks, but uh-huh. I saw somebody else do it when I was in there. And quite honestly, to see the reaction and to see it happen, you're just like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. To see the, the young kids' action when they did it. I'm telling you, oh, life, man. life, they're a lifer in Star Wars after that experience. Yeah. They lived, they they got to live an experience. So I can see some of those storylines that we've seen in some of the series and movies were built out for things that you can at least enjoy when in Disney parks, you know, it can help yeah. continue that story for them. So I do like that. I do like that. Out of, uh, out of those four projects that they have pretty much ready skeleton crew, acolyte tales and bad batch season three. What are you looking forward to the most? Ooh, that's a good one, Tony. Cause I, I really want to see where the bad batch ends. Mm, yeah. I feel that. Um, I, I honestly feel that we'll get, um, crosshair back with the batch. Yeah. But I think he's going to sacrifice himself for the greater good of, of Omega or somebody. I really do. Yeah. Cause Omega and him connected a couple times and she could feel where he was. Yeah. Yeah. I the think gonna, we're going to get that resolved in a really unique, sad, sad way. Unfortunately. Um, I, I kind of hope that Vader just comes in and just kills them all. Cause we don't have they're they're nowhere else after this. Like, what if the it just ends and Vader comes in to Mount Tantis or whatever it is and just slaughters them all? It could it could <laughs> it could be a new Vader hallway scene for all we know. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Bad batch. Um, I would say skeleton crew. I am excited for because yeah, it's kind of like a lost in space, but Star Wars. Yeah, and we'll have some connective tissue, which will be kind of neat. Um, the acolyte. I only saw snippets that were leaked of that trailer. Oh, it, that, it looks good, it man. Looks it looks really, good. really cool. I don't know what to expect of it. Me either. Um, I don't, I don't know. Only because that, that, um, was that that rebel moon that Snyder's putting out. Oh, that that's looks... next. Or is that this month? That's I think coming it's... out in the November, I think, right? Yeah, and it's also, there's like 10 movie theaters that you could go to see it. It's only the movie theaters that have the 70 millimeter IMAX. But like, man, there's none in Florida. There's one in, in New I have, York. I have one in Providence. Oh, there's one by you. Yeah, you could go see it. I would, I'd much rather watch that on IMAX than on my living room on Netflix. Oh, 100%. 100%. I, I mean, I think that one thing that, Lucasfilm and Disney should do is if you're mm-hmm. a Disney Plus subscriber and you have a subscription and you want to go see, like, say they have certain hype episodes, like the one I traveled all the way up to Boston and then got turned away. Yeah. Like, they should do that more often on a regular. We're like, you know what? If you have it, you could buy a pass 
and say, yeah, I want to see that episode yeah. in the theater. Because you know what? I would I would make it, I would pay extra every every week that episode is on to go to my local theater and watch it with a bunch of friends on a giant screen. Yeah, it'd be fun, man. It'd be I like an event. Try to venture to do that. One, it'll get people out of their homes a little bit more because I think ever since COVID, I do feel that people are not out and about as they once were. Oh, yeah, especially with the movies, especially the movies. You just wait till you can stream it. Yeah, and so I think it would be a neat way to start getting people back out to the theaters and yeah. the collectiveness of Star Wars fans into it again. Again, you got to get them into the theater, right, to go see your new movies. Well, what mm-hmm. if you got them to see your episodes, your really hype episodes, or maybe you did it where you can, at, at certain theaters, every week they're going to air it there at the same time it airs on Disney Plus. That would be yeah, dope. yeah. I'd be down yeah. for that. You know, Thursday yeah. night at nine, sign me up. I'll, I'll be there every week. And yeah. I know I'll be there with a bunch of friends. So that would be, I think that would be a neat, a neat venture to take. I don't think anyone's adventured to do that yet. So I, yeah. I would see something like that happen, Tony. Yeah, no, for sure. So up next, I got uh, two real juicy Funko Pops we're going to take a look at. Ooh. I know you're hyped for both. I, like both of them are just crazy. So the first one is this two pack, man. Like, what was your reaction when you saw this? Pre-ordered. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was. You know what? As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then all I kept doing was going back to the site to see, is it, is it, is it on is the it pre-order up? yet? Is it up? Is yeah, it, yeah. And as soon as it was up, I was like, I didn't even wait. I, boom. Because I, like, you know, many people want, well, one, everyone wants a Rex, right? Yes. You're seeing the pandemonium of people buying that giant Lego set just for a Rex minifigure. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't want to even, even gamble saying, oh, let me wait till this come to my game stop. Uh, I, because I want to stop trying to pre-order most of mine because I can't yeah. pre-ordering and then waiting and I see other people have them in hand. Yep. And I, I you know, that's kind of bothersome to me because I like to photograph them so they're somewhat current when people are talking about them in the release. Yeah. Week. So I'm trying to reduce pre-ordering as much as I've done in the past. But mm-hmm. this one, I didn't want to miss out on this one. I really, really wanted a Rex. And you get... You get the double-bladed Krell. Oh, come on. Yeah, that come is on. a sick one. I hated him so much in Clone Wars. That bastard. I was, oh, man. I hated him so much. But, yeah, when I saw this, I was like, wow, thank God for everyone who's wanted Rex. Because I was lucky enough, and Ricky at New York Comic Con got me that Rex. So I have it. But if I didn't, it's like four, five, six hundred. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and but- I really want to get it, but I can't justify no, that yeah. much money away on a pop right now. I just, especially with the kids. This is a, this is a better pose, man. This is way better than the one that I have. Yeah, like, I, way I better. Great pose. Krell looks awesome. But you know what else I like about this, Tony? Mm-hmm. If you get Krell right with the sculpt of his head, could we get Dex? You know the diner guy. Oh, Dexter Jetster. Yeah, yeah. So if we got this, make a this creature as a sculpt that to me like we could get the other guy oh and that oh that's attack of the clones we probably would have to wait until that anniversary trickles around for the 25th ah yeah but we could get them now that we at least yeah. know that we, yeah. we've got a sculpt it could be borrowed and and reused so i'm very pumped for this set and i don't know about you but i know christopher myself and lex have talked about this on the popcast Mm-hmm. Um, we really enjoy these two packs because you've got Anakin and Dooku, 
you had Ahsoka versus Maul. We're going to have um, Maul um, versus Prey Vizsla. Yeah. And now th- these are these are great. These are great. No, they're, they're awesome. I'm glad they're on separate bases and not stuck together. That yep. makes them even a little bit better. But, bro, they've they've nailed it with every one of these two-packs, man. It's insane. The scope has gotten so much better. There's more texture. There's more features. Like, bro. I can't wait to open the new Sabine pop. I don't know if you've seen any pictures of people with having them in hand out of the box. Tony, the detailing and on the paint is so ridiculous. This Sabine pop? Oh, that's a bean pop. Yeah. So I actually was going to film a video of it today, but let's take it out and let's take a look. The detailing on her is probably one of the best I've seen. Like when I, I don't joke. I think oh Barack, if he, her was, hair if looks he was something so cooler, good. I think he'd get more attention. Look at that though. Yeah. The color. It's look so vibrant. Her, her the hair. Rebel symbol on it. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. This thing is sick. So good. Like Funko has raised the bar on on the styling, the paint, the sculpts, the texturizing. They, they really are. No, they did for sure. But, um, I pre-ordered this as well. I, and like, just like you, I'm, I'm done pre-ordering, but I'm just scared that Rex might have hype. Cause knowing that the other Rex was like 500, like, is this one going to sell out? And are people going to go nuts? It's going to sell out like hotcakes. A hundred percent. And it's only GameStop, so it's not like you could get it at Target, Amazon, Walmart. It's no. just GameStop. So, yeah, I pre-ordered it, but I'm gonna still check out my local store. I might go into my local store, do the five dollar deposit thing, and see if they get it first, or if I get it in the mail first from the website. Because, like, th- th- another reason I'm excited for this is I'm gonna get to make a dope ass comparison video comparing both of them side by I side. Would I would love cannot- to see that. I cannot wait. And I already know this one's going to, this mold is so freaking dope, bro. Yeah. I'm really, so, I mean, you know, I still haven't gotten yet. What? I have not gotten my battle damage Vader yet. Me, So me neither. I ordered three of them from Ozzy's just like you. So it's your fault that I use Ozzy's now, <laughs> but I went to uh, two Walmarts the past two days. Nothing, nothing, man. And I see people with them. So I don't know what country or where they're from. Um, it's in the States. No, they're Walmarts in the States, man. But, you know, I still haven't seen that sucker come out yet. And I'm just like, it, it just kind of loses. I Because for me, I want to compare, like, how well did I do compared to that? I think I yeah. pretty much it. I um, think yours might have came out better. Because when I saw the, the, the picture of the person that had it in Walmart, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, it looks good. But I feel like I was more excited when I saw yours than Funko's. <laughs> Well, that, I think we're excited yeah. because someone made it happen in a, in yeah. a in like, you know, somewhat when it was relevant still, you know what I mean? Cause now we're well past a year since the episode aired and it kind of yeah. loses luster a little bit, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so, these, these two packs tone, they're killing them, killing them. Insane. So this was one, this next one, uh, this morning they confirmed who's going to have it, Yeah. but freaking Thrawn baby. I'm yes! glad that they're doing a, another Rebels Thrawn because I, I got lucky and got the original one shared exclusive from Toys R Us in Clearwater, Florida in 2017, and it was a pain in the ass, but I have mine still. But I'm glad they're doing another one so everyone can get it because Target exclusives are so easy to get, man. They're easy to get online. They're easy to get in store typically. But like on the the 17th, I wonder if that means they'll be in store. I got to make sure I, I go on that day as well just in case. It's probably just a pre-order though. 
But I, I don't you know if they're actually it's... in store because I don't. I, I yeah. think I ordered the Ahsoka one, and that was my mistake because when I think uh, both Lex and Noah had posted about, it, I'm like, pass hard pass because at first I thought it was the same pose again, like oh from different. the hot topic one, and I didn't, yeah. yeah, and I didn't realize it, and I was like, wait, what? Totally different. Like, and let me, and so I was like kind of taken back, and when I saw this throng coming out, I was very excited because the throng that I already have ordered. From the um, was that first or second wave of Ahsoka ones? Yeah, the he's second kind of wave. Got the hand, the the blaster in his hand. I don't recall him ever having a blaster in his hand. Ever, man, ever, in the, ever in Ahsoka. Yeah, and maybe it was a cut scene. Who knows? I, you know, whatever. But I ordered yeah. it because I wanted a Thrawn. But this I'd rather have because Thrawn. You don't really. I don't really see Thrawn as someone sitting there fighting. Even though we we've seen him train and stuff. Yeah, with, yeah, with rebels yep. and all. Yeah, this is more the throne. I think a guy who's sitting there, cool, calm, calculated. You know. Yeah. And I can't wait. Like, and when I first saw this this morning, <laughs> I mean, I was going to Target. I'm like, oh wait, it said seventeen. Yeah. It was seventeenth. Yeah. But yeah, very pumped because I know the last one I did from Target uh, is coming. I did the uh, that new wave of the retro series FET. Oh, the Boba Fett. Yeah, it's popping up in stores now. It looks really nice out of the box. It looks real. I, I hate the box because the, the box is gross. weird. Yeah, but the the pop out of the box looks really, really good. Yeah, Chris Christopher calls it the lumberjack box. I was calling it the picnic table. Yeah, yeah that's I, exactly it, what it looks like. It had nothing. To, it doesn't tie into anything to me that represents Disney even. Yeah. So trying to sell it as as part of that Disney one, I, no, not going for that. It was just bad packaging, in my opinion. I didn't like it didn't like it and this is kind of interesting because it's the rebels box am i wrong so you're 100 percent right and next year is or yeah next year is the 10 year anniversary so my money is that on the back of this box there's going to be a wave of four to six rebels pops and i think we're going to get an anniversary 10 year wave because in 2019 at chicago celebration at one of the panels they showed a ton of rebels pops that were canceled and never made so they have like designs of like really really good ones of kanan ezra sabine um so i i bet you there's not going to be nothing else on the back of that box yeah agent Callus, i think was in that too yeah yep. agent Callus, yeah so I, I think we're going to get a wave. I think we're going to get a 10-year anniversary wave of Rebels. I think we're going to get a wave of the 25-year anniversary of Phantom Menace next year, too. Like, I would like to see an Ezra when he, yeah. you know, in, in Rebels, we got to see him kind of with his hair sh shaved shorter. Yeah. You know, a shorter haircut. Season three. Yeah. I saw, and, and he had his, you know, obviously he didn't have the staple gun lightsaber, which I loved. Yeah. But I'd like to see an Ezra like that. I'd yep. love to see Kanan with the the sheet, the eye shield, right? Yes. A, yes. Uh, an agent Callus, both, both Imperial and Rebel. Yeah. And yeah. I'd like to see Ezra, um, in a biker scout without the helmet, like a oh, biker scout, maybe holding the helmet, yes. helmet or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think things like that would be kind of cool, like, because there was that other one where he had actually no, make him like the like where he was on the Mandalore episodes. With the painted helmet, the jet pack. Mm, that yeah. would be because you could put the cool fire and smoke our crew. Yeah. 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 Muddy. That, that would be super cool. Super. Uh, yeah. Super cool. I would love to see some more. I mean, I, I, it was interesting though, because that was one of the first things Star Wars related when Disney took over that IP that they released. 
and they Rebels, did so yeah. well. They did yeah. so well with that. And I was surprised in a lot of the other projects they didn't hit because none of I'll be honest, none of the stuff I thought had the emotional attachment that Rebels did. Oh there yeah, no, for so sure. Many, like the callback to me was the very first scene. He's sitting on that tower, and what happens? The the star destroyer goes over, and it was boom. Episode, yeah. you know, episode A New Hope, right over. Yeah, it took me right yeah. back. I was like, okay, these guys are pulling those emotional heartstrings on the fandom, and yeah. they're doing a good job of it. And I really love that. I loved having Sabine and Hera and Zev. It was such a, a chopper. So what a great, great crew. The yeah. color palette was beautiful because it was. It really did have its own color palette. The uh -huh. animation style was unique. Um, solid all around. So very excited if they do a whole ten year anniversary. Like I want that. Yeah. To happen. No, me too for sure. So I think the last topic I got we're gonna talk about is how it kind of like it's like unofficial but official almost that ahsoka season two is basically greenlit and it's going to be filming at oh what is it called pinewood it's pinewood yes so it's going to be filming at pinewood which is like if that's true that's, that's smart where they, that's that's where they film movies that's like big scale well, think about this <clears throat> if you all right, so this is how I'm looking at it, okay? Uh -huh. And I, I'm looking at it from a photographer perspective. Yeah. When I worked with Chip Ferrelli, um, he was my mentor, and I got to work in his studio in 42nd Street in New York mm -hmm. working for big clients. And then he would say, if you'd like to use the studio to do your own shoots. So then I was like, okay. So then he was like, okay, yeah. I'm I'm coming in from you know traveling in from new jersey into new york city on my days where i'm not shooting for him yeah my own productions and it was cool because uh -huh. what i saw george lucas do when he was sitting in those directors chairs going hey you, you watching this you know you know yeah. when dave filoni's directing his episodes uh-huh i watched him do that to me or about oh. me when i was shooting yeah and then i realized Cause then he said, well, if you want to come in on the weekends, just let me know. And you, you know, you know how to get in here and you can, yeah. So eventually he just would allow me just to shoot on my own. That These is are awesome. the baby steps. The first grounding footsteps were let's get you to Pinewood. Mm -hmm. Cause you got to be comfortable with the space. You yeah. need to know the space. You need to know what limits you can push using the space, whether it's your virtual volume and your practicals combined in that space. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> What can be done? You've seen other things that can be done, but I, I you're not going to go from shooting nothing, you know, animation and maybe a, a, a your your live action to then go into a full on movie set where they can yeah. build the Millennium Falcon, right? You don't just don't jump from animation to that. So this is a great building block for Filoni because I think a couple things are in store for him. One, mm -hmm. he should be the heir to the Empire. Right, he should be yep. the heir to the empire. He should now take over where Lucas left. That torch should be passed to him, one hundred percent, hands down. I think by allowing him to spend time at Pinewood, it's going to get him comfortable for his work life balance. Right, yeah. Be able to what happens when you're not just at the studio, and being in a foreign country and all. You know what I mean? And and you're going to spend a bit of time there. So I think this is all leading up to. If you start doing this, when you go to do your movie or other movies, mm -hmm. you have these things at your disposal. 
and you know how to make best use of them. Yeah. So from my my perspective as a photographer and working in studios, that's why I think they're doing this because there's something bigger down the line for him and they want to set him up for the best success. What better way than to say, hey, you're going to Pinewood. Like that's dream come true. Right. That's, I think that's, that's exactly like, that was it. like me going to Hasbro. Like, yeah, he's already not look, working for Lucasfilm, which is dream yeah. job alone. But he's now taking it up to that next notch. He is slowly, literally following the footsteps and filling in the shoes of George. So I yeah. welcome it. I think it's uh, the best decision they would make. What other decision could you go with? I know. So do you think for so Ahsoka season two, like, do you think it's going to come out before his movie or after? Because, like, in my mind, I feel like he's already working on his movie and, like, Ahsoka season two would come after. Because I kind of want it to come after because I kind of want Ahsoka to not be in the movie. I love Ahsoka, but I'd rather his movie be Luke being a badass and he's the King Jedi versus Ahsoka being in there stealing the spotlight. So wh- what do you think about that? Point. That's a very yeah. interesting point. So I, I kind of think I, I would as- align with you on that because I think you should do that because we're all going to wonder, well, why didn't we see Ahsoka here and boo to boo? You know, yeah. why wasn't she in the sequel trilogy and all that? Why wasn't she in the original trilogy? Yeah. So having her in a galaxy far, far away and doing other things. Yeah. I think one, we get all fresh new Star Wars. New yeah, characters, yeah. new bad guys, new threats. And my thought is maybe she realizes a threat is coming to the galaxy she wants once in, and she's trying to deal with that. You know, yeah. maybe skeleton crew are in our galaxy and somehow get over there and they're mm-hmm. making back. You know what I mean? There could be some little segue, a little sneak peek in between to kind of give us a little feel of what's going on in that other galaxy. But I, I think I'd align with your your thought on I'd rather her be doing things in the other galaxy so that you don't have to retcon everything. Yeah. You, you know, where is she? Well, she's been over here doing other stuff. Okay. Yeah, she's stuck. Like, sim- simple as that. Like, yeah. Um, and I think it would give us more to explain, like, because we don't see Ezra really in anything and in, in all the Rebels crew and anything in the sequels. Yeah. But maybe we could get them doing something. Maybe they eventually have to leave to go to the other galaxy. Who knows? Yeah. But I I, I, don't, I wouldn't mind it being separate, to be honest, because you could have two parallel things going on. Exactly. I like that. that. I actually yeah. like that. Because then I don't want it to be like rushed to come out before. Because like, like for Ahsoka season two, I wanted the focus to be ahsoka and them and peridia i don't want the focus to be like let's get back and throw on throw on throw on like i want them to explore peridia the history of the peridia, more the mortis you know? god stuff like that that's there like why are the night sisters from there and they they talk about the zepho mortis gods like what's up with this planet that all these like force entities gods are like all from there or have been there so I guess we'll see, man. Either way, I'm glad that they're doing it. Could that but... be where the original with the Jeddah? The, the Je- oh, uh, Could that the, be where yeah. they might have originated at one point? Or it, at least from like, that galaxy, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, it could be, which is more crazy. more in that explained. And I yeah. like that being it's separate. I really do. It, yeah. it, it just brings something fresh to Star Wars. And, and then Filoni's movie could end, like, say, whatever happens at the end. Maybe it, maybe it could end with Ezra finding his way back to the other galaxy 
and it could just end like that and we know oh okay he's about to go meet up with ahsoka and stuff yeah or it, could be, like it could be a simple after credit scene like him yeah. walking into a temple and you know being able to unlock a world between worlds and he can see something's going on maybe we sees our heroes in peril and he has yeah. to go over there but not realizing they're they're in peril trying to flee to get back here to warn everybody that something bigger's coming towards you guys. yeah that's that would be really a great i think a great segue to kind of bring it off ahead i don't know i have no idea what feloni's got uh, 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 you know for us but i really encourage seeing him grow to be the, the i think he should be the head of lucasfilm i really do yeah Not man. all the time is the creative the the person he's put on charge but I think he should be really the lead creator of Star Wars stuff. And Favreau's done a great job. I just hope that he doesn't get pushed out by politics and other crap. Yeah. He's really creative. And, you know, he has a very long stint with Disney, too, with especially with all the, the Marvel stuff yeah, and animated remember, stuff. Remember, he did the uh, the Lion King yeah, or, and Jungle Book, rather, you know? And so I feel that those efforts he did pioneered what we're seeing now in film. Yeah. You know, all that technology and Favreau has been behind that. Um, so I'd like to see him continue in some fashion and role at Disney. I just don't want them forcing him out. And at times I feel he's going, they're going to try to put him into a box and he ain't going to like that. And I don't, I don't yeah. want that to happen. Um, I really want, I really hope they allow him to have that creative freedom. And those two are a dynamic duo. It's like, yeah, it's it's kind of things where I see in different areas in life where if you set two a pair of people up together and they really work well together, you as the audience or the receiver of whatever gift they're going to bear down and create is going to be yeah. awesome. So let's see that happen. Yeah, no, for sure. So that's pretty much everything I have for today. What do you have coming up next on your channel that the people could look forward to? Oh, OK. So I got some uh, what's in the boxes coming up. So nice. I've got a lot of the uh, new uh, Ahsoka Wave coming, things like that. Um, I know I have a Professor Huyang image coming. And there is a special request from someone. I have not had this yet, Tony. Mm. So someone commented on a post, um, which is kind of interesting. And they commented that they wanted to see a hallway scene of Luke Skywalker uh, from Mando season two photographed Ooh. and they said by the master, especially yeah. the master. So one, yeah. I felt like, wow, like someone's called me like the master. Like, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I think I'm putting that on the docket for the next week, you know, to try to nice. come together and, and figure it out. So over the last couple of days, I've been, you know, trying to think, okay, how would I do this? What would be in focus? What effects would I add? Like, think it in through the head yeah. um, and trying to think it out before setting it up. So uh, that is coming. So I can't remember who challenged, nice. who threw that challenge, that gauntlet out, but yeah. I haven't had anyone do anything like that. So that was kind of cool. So I said, uh, challenge, accept it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to make that your vision. I, just kind of like I do for commercial clients. When I photograph commercial product, I always yeah. tell people I can make the vision you have come to fruition as, as a still image you know, yeah. right in front of you. So if you think of an image, you let me know and let's see how we can, you know, develop that together and create something cool. So this is, this is kind of neat. So uh, I do have that coming up and then, you know, it is coming to holiday time. So as you know, I did a lot of, um, 
cool Halloween hula, uh, shenanigans and stuff. Yeah. Where, you know, we did a, a couple of custom pops and stuff like that. I'm not sure. I'm kind of wondering, should I do a pop yourself for the holiday? Maybe. Um, but I do know that. So this is funny. So I talked to Christopher and Lex and they said, do you have, you know, what projects? I do want to do a custom uh, Grogu for the holiday. Okay. And what I was looking to do is there's that Grogu. I think it's the uh, Macy, not the Macy's where he's the, the balloon, but it, it's one of those Macy prayed ones where he's kind of holding the ball in his hand or like reaching out. Oh, for it. yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> it's a normal size one. So I'm thinking of getting acquiring that. And then repainting it kind of Christmassy and making it like a Christmas ball in his hand, right? So I mentioned oh. this to Chris and Lex. That's one of the projects I'm going to do. I'm going to do Grogu. He's going yeah. to his little tan will be red, and then the furry part will be white, and then that little silver ball with the blue. I'm going to paint it up so it's like a Christmas ornament. Yeah. So no sooner do I say this, I started collecting the bounty collection by Hasbro. Those little Grogu's. Yeah, yeah. They have three special holiday ones are releasing and one of them is exactly the thing wow. that i told you Ex yeah exactly i was that's like, perfect God. so i feel like okay great minds thinking like if you're thinking about that and someone's already got that out into production and they're making it as a you know bounty client great because i'll still collect that thing i told my family like, yeah you're at walmart you're a target and you see this not this one not that one just <laughs> this one that's the yeah. one bad one so pick it up for me if you see it um but yeah, so I'm pretty psyched. So I've got some holiday stuff coming up. I'm probably going to do like one or two. Um, one of the things I'm most excited about, Tony, um, mm -hmm. and something that I was planning since last year, is I'm opening up a little swag store. I, I, obviously, I don't have Ooh. nearly the subscribers like you guys. I'd love to, you know, as I say, I'm do, on that march to 500. I, I, yes. I, I look at 500 as a stopping point. I want to hit 5,000. So if any of your nice. subs would love to come over, subscribe to my channel and help yes. me get to a thousand subscribers. That's what I'd love for Christmas folks. Cause I work yeah. hard. I create some damn good imagery in my opinion and other people seem to agree. Of course. Yes. Um, but I really on that March to a thousand subs and I'd really love to get there. Um, and during the holiday season, we're going to have a lot of fun and do some kind of creative little projects as well. So a lot of things going on most excitedly is the 20, 24 calendar i have Ooh. done a calendar that i'm going to have ready uh probably in the next week or two here it's it's our nice done i just got to finish setting up the shop for the swag yeah um, so i will be uh, having a, an announcement to to you and other and other fandoms out there when i have my shop open because i do want to um offer a calendar where you'll get to have uh, a nice image every month of mine. So nice. Very, That's awesome. Very, very excited for that. It's something that it kind of came up almost like at the end, like, oh, Christmas is here. And I was like, you know what? I should have done this. Yeah. But this year, I'm actually going to have calendars for sale. Um, very excited for it. Um, there's going to be some promos. I've, I just got done creating the promos the other night. So they'll be dropping in the next week. The store will probably be open very, very shortly as I finish those things up. But like I said, there's so many things happening with the new rebranding. It's happening so quickly. And I'm trying to like put the, you know, it's taken three months to get there. And yeah. I'm super excited. Like, let's get it going. And I was trying to pump the brakes because I wanted to, you know, announce that and kind of make it really official on your site um, yeah. for you and your audience. Um, and it's just, it's amazing how quickly things are happening and rolling. Um, 
it's 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 very exciting very exciting nice that's awesome so for you guys watching and listening be sure to subscribe to patrick i'm going to put the link down in the description and be sure to grab a calendar because the minute those go live i'm ordering one right away i cannot wait thank you i cannot wait man um but thanks for your time patrick thanks for coming back on i appreciate you man thank you for having me it's always a great time being able to talk star wars shop with you my friend yes and that's it for this episode of sift talk we'll see you guys next week bye guys